hurt you all. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Hello. Welcome to the TechCraftor <laughs> Podcast. Very edgy start to all of this. Uh, I'm Robert Scarpanito, your features editor. Ed Rutten, editor-in-chief. Rutledge Doggett, site founder. Uh, Andrew Stretch, dialogue editor. Dialogue editor. That's why he will kill us all. Um, we are going to talk about Resident Evil 4 this week, uh, the big remake. It's a brand new game of an old game that uh, was pretty big deal back in the day. <laughs> um, so I guess off the top, there will probably be spoilers in this. So if you care about that at all, you know, maybe save this episode in your back pocket until you finish Resident Evil 4 and then pull it back up and take a gander because we're going to have a lot of interesting thoughts, I think, about this game because from what I remember, I think I'm the only one on this pod who has played the original and the other three are coming in. The very f This is their first exposure to Bingo and uh, Leon S. Kennedy yeah. and all of his wonderful himboisms. Uh, so I guess without further ado, we can start off. I am very curious. With I guess we can start with Brett. I want to know what you think about Resident Evil 4. I enjoyed it. Um, I heard a question I, mark at the end of that. <laughs> Stretch and I were talking about this a little bit before the pod, but like if we hadn't been in a deadline crunch to finish it for the podcast, I don't know if I would have gone all the way through it. Mm. Um, like it was an enjoyable game, but it just, I don't know. I don't think it clicked for me as much as it's clicked for a lot of other people. Interesting. It so has a lot of interesting elements to it that definitely different than a lot of other games. Um, I, I don't know. I'm curious what everybody else. Yeah. Is. So stretch your, are you in a similar boat? Is uh, yeah, I think, I, I think that I'm really getting the the like citizen caneness of it or like you know how people will say like wow this movie's really good you should go and watch the original and then you watch the original and it's like well it's just it's the same but worse I think just not having the nostalgia for four I just don't think that four really grabbed me um, mm. I think that there's a lot that works well um, but there's a whole heap that just did not click. Fair. And what about you, Auden? Could be more wrong, you fuckers. <laughs> Resident Evil 4 is great. I get what you're saying about the Citizen Kane 4. Like, it's like, there's some... Citizen Kane 4. Citizen Kane 4, yes. Citizen Kane 4-ness of it. You guys didn't know that it's a franchise. You've not seen Citizen Kane 2, 3, and 4? No, no. I stopped after they introduced Iron Man. Uh, wait till you get to 6, man. It's wild. Mm. Anyway, I get what you mean about the Citizen Kane-ness of it. Because um, there's some parts parts of it that you're like, boy, this is definitely a game that's from like almost 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, there's, some, there's some video gamey ass fucking yeah, video game but moments. That's, in what's, that's <laughs> what's like the best part of it is it's just like go go for broke on the fucking ridiculous video gaminess. Of yeah. It. That's mm -hmm. what's great. And I think part of the Citizen Kane-ness that uh, you might be feeling too is, you know, it. the original Resident Evil 4 is kind of, I mean, it's an important game. It's like a landmark game in terms of like yeah. game design and like a lot of future third-person shooter games after that owe a lot to what Resident Evil 4 mm -hmm. did. But then because mm -hmm. all of the future ones did what Resident Evil did, now it's like when you go back to the original, it's like, I've played this before, but I haven't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's like you've already kind of experienced a lot of the mechanics mm -hmm. and the ideas that have kind of evolved since then. 
so it's not as i guess legendary feeling in a way yeah no definitely it's like i you know i will i will sit down and sit uh, and play through the entirety of the first spire of the dragon from start to finish in one block 100% complete it um and i know that i do that because i have the nostalgia but for for this game i <laughs> um i i woke up this morning and was like oh i'll like i'll finish it off i probably don't have too much longer left boy was i an idiot <laughs> Uh, when I when I started playing this morning, I was at the uh, at the beginning of chapter ten. Oh, um, buddy! Oh <laughs> man! Yeah, you had a little bit to go. Oh man! I, I rolled credits about thirty minutes before we were going. Uh, you haven't even done with the castle yet, bud. Like, yeah. No, I had like, yeah, I, I was at the at the the three heads, uh, the three head goat yeah, a while thing. yeah oh yeah that yeah <laughs> yeah that was that was a you long had, time ago oh, my lord yeah that's that you had to rush through the salazar clock clock statue clock tower yeah so that weird flamethrower mech uh-huh so um i just while we're talking about that uh do you guys know what that section was in the original game no oh it's amazingly video gamey the statue comes to life and tries to stomp on you so it's a chase sequence so Jeez. it chases you while you mash a button to like run fast to get away from it hell that, yeah that was what that segment was why'd they change it well i don't know <laughs> i mean there was another segment early in the original game where there was a boulder that's doing the exact same thing just with gravity instead of feet and you have to mash a button mm. to run away from the boulder so they probably just used similar mechanics for that and i think i mm. guess capcom decided in the year of our lord 2023 that wasn't as interesting i guess they did <laughs> it's fair mm -hmm. yeah i'm gonna but, hard disagree that you need the nostalgia factor to really enjoy this mm, and that really? it's got a lot of good stuff going for it and i'm not saying it's a terrible game yeah no, it, yeah but i think it's it stands its ground as one of those greats without the nostalgia factor right now mm, mm. i have no nostalgia i've never played a single resident evil game mm. i've maybe seen like the first movie when it came yeah. out Playing through I four, I was think. definitely thinking that some people, some people owe Resident Evil Six an apology. Um, I would, I would put wow. this around there in terms of the goofiness mixed with the horror and the the whiplash that you get between sequences. <laughs> so I, I guess part of that to me comes in where you know i think four is the most action it's like it's where it's turned into action it's like action yeah. with horror as opposed to a horror game like one two and yeah. three right so they were kind of straddling the line between the campiness but then like leon is a fucking action hero badass like roundhouse kick yeah. german suplexes these dudes like they're nothing right <laughs> um so it's really silly when also it's scary you know like the juxtaposition yeah. and the tone is kind of weird I think they amp up the horror in this remake, but also okay. retain the cheesiness. So it, I, maybe that's where the, the weirdness comes from for you. It was way less scary than I expected to as mm -hmm. someone who's an absolute fucking coward yeah. when it comes to horror. Yeah. Um, I was like, all right, how much am I going to hate this? And ultimately it was it was actiony with like some spooky mixed in mm -hmm. for me. And that was about it. Uh, yeah. It was more than scary kind of gross because you know fuck the weird <laughs> tentacle things um 
Just us. Hey. big old nope that's, for that's me. That's a whole genre of porn, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm aware. <laughs> Very aware. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The internet um, has scarred me. So for me, it was kind of like it was it was scary when we were like in the village and doing all of the MacGuffin quests before getting into the chapel. And then after yeah. that, it like really went hard on action. There was the brief time that you got dropped into like the watery area. Um, and they had the the bugs coming out of the water. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. Was was that the same in the original? I I think they were invisible. There wasn't water. They were like just invisible enemies, and then the okay. green glowy eyes would show up. So I mean, similar effect. Just mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Just slightly different. different. Okay. Yeah. I'll agree though. The village was definitely definitely had a lot more like horror to it, mm-hmm. um, in terms of kind of vibe compared to the castle and um the island um so thinking back now what about the first time you guys encounter the the garador the wolverine claws dude did that not scare you or anything in the the castle rips the the ones shit the ones Mm -hmm. that uh that react to sound yeah they're Mm -hmm. blind but they can hear you those Uh, those were those were cool um but but (laughs) yeah (laughs) sneak around behind him Shoot him with a shotgun, move away. Mm-hmm. Um, it was fun. I think the the coolest the enemy that I enjoyed fighting the most were the were the uh, the the weird naked fleshy ones. What are they called? Um, oh, regenerators. The ones that just oh, yeah. kept regenerating until you like blew out their two hearts or whatever. Like the yeah, the I mean those are probably the the I think freakiest looking. Mm-hmm. Like they move in a weird way. When you shoot their legs, they like worm at you, which is kind of creepy. Didn't like that. Yeah. that. That was a really cool enemy, and I really liked the way that it used like a a weapon and an in-game mechanic to be able to kill them. Um, mm-hmm. I think that that was really fun. Did yeah. you kill the one down in the? I killed. It was all. like in the lab with the where you could turn on the ice to stun it. Oh, no, I didn't kill that guy. I just kept running circles. I killed him. (laughs) I was like, fuck this guy specifically. (laughs) Yeah, he he is kind of rough. Yeah. Like, I've... Because I've replayed it a few times now. I've kind of gotten to the point where I just... I freeze him, and then I just buy the rocket launcher, and I'm just like, I don't want to deal with this shit, so I just use it on him. Because the rocket launcher is a one-hit kill on anything, even bosses. Oh, I know that. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) That's hysterical. Yeah, it's it's really that's how you cheese it. Yeah, it's a cheese strat or it's like a speedrun strat. Like they're you know, I'm I'm sure in the speedrunning community, there's like they're trying to like calculate what's the most efficient boss to use the RPG on. You know, what saves you the most time, that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. So I I wanted to definitely some enemies that were more challenging. I felt like the bosses were very easy to figure out too, Mm -hmm. in terms of like the the boss design in terms of like what you should be doing was good. Cause there were, I mean, there's no context clues other than just figuring it out. And I felt like that game design was very good in terms of like, okay, if I shoot him enough times, you know, you're pissed. I stab him in the face, little thing pops out his back and I shoot that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it does have that kind of early mid two thousands of like, if there's a yellow glowing eyeball, yeah. maybe that's something you should hit, hit the weak point to do maximum damage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to dive a bit more into the this little debate we're having here. Of so, Auden, you didn't feel the need for nostalgia to like it, but no. stretch and to an extent, rut. You both kind of feel like without the nostalgia, it doesn't hit as well. So I don't. I don't... 
I don't yeah. think that the nostalgia was needed per se. I just, you know, hearing so much about the legendary game that is Resident Evil 4, um, I, I don't, I just don't think that I got that mm. out of it. So, like, it was a good game. Um, yeah. You know, I would probably give it like a 7, 7.5. Um, but blaspheme. <laughs> just blasphemy. You're saying this to a man that's me. played it three over there <laughs> in the last couple weeks yeah. i mean a stretch beat it 30 minutes before the podcast and scrappy's beaten it three times since it came out yeah. so we've got we've got a pretty wide wide <laughs> gap here to be fair the, the subsequent times you can rush through it like i think my first time was 20 hours second one was 12 and the third one was like seven hours because you you know uh, just with like the up. new game plus mechanic yeah, well, and then for the third time, that's when they drop. Like, I was around the time they dropped the mercenaries update, mm -hmm. uh, which is like that arcade mode they they have. Uh, and if you do that, you get the hand cannon, which is like the most powerful magnum in the game. And then if you upgrade it, you get infinite ammo. So you basically get just a fuck oh. everything gun, <laughs> yeah. um, and that makes <laughs> that makes the the replays quick. even faster. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. The only things they can't kill are like the regenerators. Um, which I think is kind of neat, but so Auden, you didn't you didn't have the nostalgia factor. You've never played a Resident Evil. In fact, never. maybe your exposure to Resident Evil up until now has probably been not as favorable. I would argue if if it's mostly the movies. Um, yeah, I just didn't give a shit. About in the legendary it, TV show, and the movies are gar hot garbage. No yeah. one can convince me. So, what was it about this being your first real exposure to playing a Resident Evil video game that you know that kind of caught you? um it's a very i guess it's it's my because i don't play a lot of horror games so I'm, I'm sure i'm getting in on um some of the uh horror tropes and like classic game design stuff that works really well like i thought it, maybe it's not a scary game but i think it's a tense game where you're, you're on the edge you're like oh fuck like uh you have to be careful like you can't be shooting dudes willy-nilly <laughs> like you got to be careful with with what you got because you don't have a lot of resources um and so like, and when you get guys like that guy you have to freeze down the the lab place or whatever like it's an oh shit moment at first i don't know what the fuck to do i gotta fucking run and get away from this dude yeah <laughs> kind of feeling um but it's a lot of very like deliberate choices in the moment um i it was surprised uh i didn't know my, anything really about Resident Evil 4 I was surprised at how much action there was like how much killing like right away that was throwing me off I kept dying in that early spot because I'm like dude there's no way they're expecting me to kill like 30 fucking dudes right now yeah, oh yes they are yeah, yeah mm -hmm. right at the beginning like oh yes they are like that's you gotta just keep going yeah <laughs> the chainsaw not, I, was, I was trying to be all tactical and moving around it's like nah dude you just need to fucking go hey, like go for it <laughs> Dude, I tried uh, to okay. stealth that section like 15 times and then realized yeah. that was not the point. Yeah, not so game. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the new stealth mechanics are nice in some spaces, but this is this definitely not Metal Gear Solid, right? Yeah. Uh, but it's but. it's that kind of stuff. It's very... Um, the moment-to-moment -moment stuff works really well to me, I think. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I mean... The vibe, I thought the writing's fun. I mean... Yeah, Leon's a, Leon's a fucking dope. <laughs> he's, um, a, he's a dopey but, himbo action hero. Like every yeah. time it's like, Leon, you say the lamest shit all the time. Like, mm 
at every moment you fucking suck <laughs> but we, that's why we love you it has a kind of weird charm to it you know yeah. like i'm so glad they kept like i'm so fucking happy that in this game the the title drop is right after he says bingo because they just know that bingo like, the, yeah where's everybody going bingo like it just sets the tone perfectly for how stupid this game is gonna be yeah um i think that village segment i kind of want to hone in on that because that's a kind of very iconic moment from the original game um you know as, as you guys know going through it right it's very hectic it's very crazy and it's yeah. a very interesting way to start what you think is going to be a horror game mm -hmm. um and they've really amped it up from the original and i think they do a lot of fun tricks where because you know resident evil is commonly games like the, a lot of people replay these games a lot because there's you know reasons to do that and resident evil 4 being one of the best ones there are many people out there who've replayed it often and they've kind of gotten the village segment down to a science you know they know what to do they know where the shotgun is they know what loops to run and all of that stuff and so for this remake i think what's nice is they added a lot of fun little details that kind of amp up the tension from a story perspective like when you run into that building with the shotgun there's that little cutscene that plays where leon like bolts the door down right or like locks it down um, which was kind of nice. It adds like that tension, right? Um, and there was always this hack, well, not hack, like a little fun trick people would do where there's like a tower in the back of the village where if you climb it, you can just wait out the timer because it's either like kill a certain number of villagers or wait four minutes and then it ends. And people would often climb that tower, wait there for four minutes because every zombie has to climb up the tower to get to you. So you just shoot them once they fall down the ladder. <laughs> so if you just do that, you're fine. But in the remake, if you climb up it, there's a green herb and you get that. And the second you grab it, the tower collapses, which is very fun. I, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, I love that the game is like, no, you're going to play our fucking game. You're going to yeah. like it. Right? <laughs> um, so I, I, I like the little touches that the remake adds to it. And I think that's kind of a common theme throughout this game where it's like for people who have played the original, they're just those little touches where things move in places you don't expect or, you know, like, yeah. like the tower collapses when you want to use it as your safe zone. Right. Um, I know as well with with that opening sequence in the village, if in subsequent plays, if you have something like a rifle, um, you can actually shoot the bell and mm -hmm. it will like it will end that sequence immediately. You don't even yeah. like need to do anything there. Boom, bingo. That's it. Mm -hmm. um, I think that that's a fun way to like give the you know, give the tip of the hat and the the like not homage to the the first release of the game but then also still give people a way to shortcut through that that sequence in subsequent playthroughs yeah exactly um, it's a fun idea agreed so when you all first ran into it like i mean Otten, you were pretty overwhelmed right uh at first and right you tried to stealth through it stretch what was your kind of experience with the the first time in that village segment uh so i mean the first time in the village was during the demo when i played that mm -hmm. um that yeah, I I you know as anyone else sane would do, I came in and I hugged the left wall, and I killed the old lady, and yep. then I baited out that other old familiar. lady, and then I realized fuck, I can't do anything more here. Um, I tried to get into a couple of houses, and oh then man, you could I you could you could start across the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, it it took me until I was like finished with the area. I kind of kept baiting and kiting people around like the the pathway that the chainsaw dude comes from um and that place like right in front of the chapel i didn't even realize that there was a whole like 
other like that there was a behind area to the right half of the village until way later <laughs> when i'd like <laughs> already everyone had gone inside and i and i went around doing some hunting collecting yeah yeah i i am really happy with how that segment turned out i think in in this remake it kind of fits and sets that tone the tone really well for throughout the game um i want to ask you guys too about the merchant how do you feel about him strange i like that mechanical lot. like the you like the mechanic it's just the general like like inventory and gun upgrade the ability to sell upgraded guns, get everything back, and put it all into another gun. Yeah, like I thought good. that that was a good gameplay loop to where you could progressively upgrade your arsenal. Um, yeah, and the kind service. of like the the trade in stuff was interesting too. Like prioritizing, okay, I want to get this first, and then um, going through that. And I didn't realize I played this game a couple months ago called. Uh, Stave room organization puzzle where you're just organizing oh, yeah. your inventory and it's and that's it's basically the... Resident Evil 4. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I never did any organizing. I just did, did the just auto organize. In the last stick. Yep. Who gives a fuck? I don't care. I didn't it know is. there was an auto organize. I just let Maybe. it be chaos. Yeah. Yeah. I, I use that completely. Like the only time I would ever get into the organizing is like, because the auto organize does it where it's kind of like left to right. And there are yeah. times when it's like you have that last row where you can move items to it to get another thing. It's the only time I would ever mess with the well, organizing. It would, would auto organize to make room for something if you didn't have it too. Like, yeah. I never, I never reflected it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a really nice uh, quality of life option because, like, yeah, there, there's some nostalgia to like, playing some weird attache tetris sort of thing yeah. but you know at the end of the day if you want to save a little bit of time you just hit that left stick and you're good you know i like the merchant guy i thought mm -hmm. uh, it's cool i mean he's, i don't know he's got an interesting vibe to him i thought the voice acting was great for him yeah um i also love how nobody fucking questions why he's there mm -mm. not any, even a moment of like well who the fuck is this guy doesn't matter nope. at all <laughs> yeah i love that there's so much more that gets expanded in like the notes and there's like extra like cutscenes or moments okay. or writing for other characters like krauser has an extended story luis gets a little bit more fleshed out salazar mm. and his whole family gets a little bit of fleshed out but the merchant they're like nope he's still fuck it he's just he's, an he's just a guy he's just a guy <laughs> just a dude just that shows you, up everywhere you see the purple flame you're like oh god for relief for a second <laughs> yeah yeah you get to go and play play at his yeah. pirate shotgun gallery or whatever. <laughs> yeah. very fun. There's a random shooting pirates. Yeah, because there was a shooting gallery in the original too, but this one they were just like going whole hog in it, like making it weird and silly. And then like the rewards of those attache like mm -hmm. little, like keychain Chain things, yeah. yeah, little charms. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that do like little bonuses. That's kind of nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. Uh... I didn't change my brief hit briefcase the entire game. I was just like, give me a shit ton of pistol ammo. I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> I'd say I used the pistol like 95% of the time, probably. Him in the face, roundhouse kick, done. Yep, exactly. Occasionally the shotgun for like the shield enemies if they get too close, just to like mm -hmm. blow off the shield. Yeah. yeah. The, the, bug, the bugs uh, really suck against the TMP I found. Yeah. You could like score a couple hits it would drop down and then you'd just go up and stab him in the face mm. save some of that save some of that handgun ammo i ended yeah. up with four guns in my case by the end of the game 
um, which I think is not the traditional experience. Me too. <laughs> I had untraditional pistol, shotgun, the like semi-auto sniper rifle thing, and then uh, the SMG that you find in the lab where you find the first uh, regenerator guy. The LE5, yeah. That thing slaps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I used to use the, the pistol, the rifle, and the shotgun. It's mm. all I had on me. I wasn't fucking around with those those Magnum things. Like, nah, dude, I'll just keep the regular fucking thing. I didn't use the Magnum at all. I, I don't know. I, I like the Magnum just because it kind of cheeses some boss strats. Because you can just pump. Like, because, you know, like most of the bosses, right, you get them in a down state and then their weak point shows up. You just pump yeah. some Magnum into that. And you're like, it's the end, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't no. know there was an infinite ammo. Magnum. Would have changed the game. Yeah. yeah well, so oh, you if get that. You, like after a run through though, right? It's not. So you have to, before mercenaries was added to the game, you had to play the game on a brand new fresh save file on the hardest difficulty and finish it to get the Magnum, which is tricky. Um, Cause I, my second playthrough, I did it on the hardest difficulty, but with all the stuff and that was still really hard. Um, but with mercenaries, you just need to get an S rank on three game modes on like on three maps to get it, which like, you're just killing a bunch of zombies with guns. That's really it. So like, it's just a horde mode, you know, play it a few times to practice yeah. and you're good. It's way faster. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about all of these weapons, but I'm, I'm curious what you guys think about the knife. Cause the knife also got a bit of a gameplay change from the original here and did you guys use it that much or find it useful or once i realized i could like upgrade the durability of the combat knife that was like every single time we're yeah that's what we're going for Mm -hmm. i don't think i ever used it as a damage dealing thing like i never like was swiping with it it was a parry if i need it finish a dude off if i need it stealth kill him if i need it or Mm -hmm. whatever but i wasn't going around like Swiping, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same with the waste of it, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I never used it for parrying. I definitely used it for for damaging. Um, Mm. If I like got people down and would like run towards them, but I somehow didn't stun them and didn't like didn't stun them enough to melee or didn't stun them enough to uh, to just be able to stab them. I would definitely come in and just do like a few swipes. Um, It kind of the the knives felt so important especially early game um that when it was like oh you know do you want this bolt caster but to make more bolts you need to you need to sacrifice a knife it's like no fuck off no way <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bolt caster made more valuable yeah, yeah. bolt caster seemed like a cool idea but i fucking hated it it is such an unwieldy thing to shoot yeah. The arc was really rough and it, it yeah. kind of shifts left or right. It didn't it wasn't yeah. a very easy thing to shoot and it did it wasn't really good feedback to like understand where things were going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um but it is a very good mine thrower. It is a very good yeah for mines. Yeah. I still sold that shit <laughs> after I got it. Same. I mean I kept it just for the mines, just because that is kind of like when you're out of grenades, you know, it's basically just a clunkier way to throw a grenade, basically. Yeah. I you know, didn't use that many cool. grenades either. I was very mm-hmm. much like fucking handgun the whole time, pistol. I didn't use you, a single flash grenade. 
Me neither. Sold one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you guys know that those kill the uh, the plagas like and immediately. Very easy enough yeah. to kill. Yeah, I remember reading it and I was like, mm, still don't give a shit. <laughs> Same exact reaction. I was like, eh, I care enough. I I, I use them for the for the plagas all the fucking time. Like I would <laughs> specifically get into rooms, headshot, and if there was like a plagas that appeared, I would just leave it up kite it away or or you know move around it and then i would you know end up at the end of an encounter with like four of them wiggling around and just be like okay we're done with this boom gone yeah you shoot them three or four times in the head boom they're done yeah Yeah, but that's three or four times per enemy when i can just use a flash grenade and and save like 16 bullets well and Uh, i don't need to save bullets because i uh hit the mark every time <laughs> then it also like stuns the normal enemies. You can just stab them right there. You know, it's yeah. like pretty useful overall. Oh, I'm sure they are. I was just yeah. like, I don't know. I'm not fucking with it. <laughs> I don't know why. Right. Um. Okay. I kind of want to shift over to the story. I want to talk about this, probably the story. Arguably the weakest part of the game. Oh. Yeah, the story, <laughs> Easily which, the weakest part. Which I know there are probably some really hardcore right. deep lore. Like they read the Resident Evil Silmarillion okay. people out there who love all the little changes. Because there are some changes <laughs> to like the details in the story for this. But with this being your first exposure to Resident Evil 4's general story, I'm getting the sense that everyone here is like, meh about it. Who the fuck was everyone? <laughs> what is going on? Mm-hmm. It felt so... Yeah weird and disjointed the first time you like pick up any piece of paper that mentions ramon is after you've killed him that first dude that became like the weird spider tentacle dude on the ceiling i didn't even know his name until i read the the trophy pop for it (laughs) (laughs) what is happening and they call it the big cheese i think was the trophy for it right because luis calls him the Mm -hmm. big cheese yeah something like that mm-hmm. but it's just like i don't i don't know who you are um when they kept talking about like oh you know sadler sadler this sadler that i was like oh this must be the the one that looks like the queen of england and it's like oh no that's ramon sadler is someone completely different what the fuck's going who like who is this other person yeah, yeah. i do love that you, you didn't meet sadler till today yeah that's true yeah well no i think you see him because he's always in those weird because like I think oh you mid- see it like in shadow yeah because yeah, there's a lot of the chapters that, like after leon gets injected with the plagas you get like the beginning of the chapters like sacrificial lamb and all of that shit yeah. where like you see him and it's so fucking cheesy so good though <laughs> i just like i don't know who anyone is um nothing like from start to finish it's just save ashley um and there's yeah. like some some like mechanical MacGuffins along the way that you pick up um, and mm-hmm. lots of detours that you need to take. They don't keep a very good eye on her. <laughs> yeah, it's literally <laughs> how important she is. <laughs> save Ashley, lose Ashley, save Ashley, lose Ashley, just over and over I again. I can understand Leon That's losing her, but like him finding her again is always like, what the fuck, dude? It's like, yeah. Well, I mean, and it's it's always, you know, it, this is where I think the, the mid-2000s video game design comes in, right? Where, like, you run into it so often where, like, there's Ashley, but she's behind this puzzle where you need to collect the three things to open the door. Yeah, or, yeah. you know, you're like, there's Ashley, but, oh, no, the floor collapsed, and I need to take the long way. You know what I mean? It's very gamey in that aspect. Yeah. There very was so much, so much of that dialogue with Krauser 
I was like, oh, he must be he must be an important person. There seems to be all of this dialogue. History, this must yeah. be something that I missed out from not playing two or three. And I like went to like look up Krauser no, on the Resident not. Evil wiki. No, no he's he, his I first and only appearance in the games is in this game. Oh my god! <laughs> no, no, it's it's even better. His first appearance was in Resident Evil Four, and he had this weird hints to a backstory that yeah. was never defined because the game came out in two thousand what five, right? And then in yeah. two thousand nine, they released this animated movie that shows the the actual story of how Leon and Krauser know each other. And now in the remake, they reference the movie that came out after the original to, to define <laughs> that's incredible. What Krauser I, is for yeah. sure that he was from like Resident Evil Two at some point. No, yeah. for nope. sure. No, yeah, I completely assumed that, like, yeah, he was in one of the last Because I was like, ah, this is probably <laughs> means a lot more to people that played two fighting this dude. That was no, what I was that's, thinking. That's like, I, I had been sitting that's there fantastic. thinking, God, this story is such dog shit. Like, no one, no one gets <laughs> fleshed you. out. And then, and then Krauser comes up and it's like, okay, this seems like the most fleshed out character. And it seems that he's the most fleshed out character because he has all of this other backstory with Leon. Where did he appear? Was he in two? I don't remember hearing about this character. And it's just like, oh no, he's he's potentially the worst fleshed out as all because they insinuate to a fleshed out backstory, but it never existed. Well, it, it does exist now. It does. Now it exists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like um, some Final Fantasy 15 shit. Yeah. The movie. You had to see the uh, you had to see Resident Evil King's Glaive to understand oh Krauser's deep story. So is this um, Krauser? Is he the is he the reason Ashley's there? He kidnapped her, right? He's the one who yeah. kidnaps her. Okay, because forever I'm like, why the fuck am I here? Why is Ashley with these fucking people? Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. why when why is the president only sending one dude after his daughter? Like, he doesn't seem to yeah. give a fuck about his daughter. <laughs> like, yeah, he's the, like, so weird. <laughs> There are a few weird rewrites to it. Like, you know that that section toward the end where you played this this morning, Stretch, where the helicopter... <laughs> I, played, the helicopter I think I played the majority of the game this morning. <laughs> the helicopter comes in, right, and, like, um, yeah, destroys Mike, like, the Mike. Right, yeah, good old Mike. Um, so in the original, if I remember right, Leon actually calls Mike in. So there's that kind mm. of feeling of, like, okay, he's got a team, and now it's, like, now to, to bring in the big guns, he calls in, you know, the artillery, right, to come in and help. But in this remake, it's like, no, Hunnigan's help, like, you know, courtesy of Hunnigan, like helping you out, Leon, but mm. still expected for you to be a solo, solid snake mission to save Ashley, you know? It's weird. Yeah, there was some, I was looking up something. Um, like, even I saw the end, they kind of changed with uh, Ada, like, uh, I guess in the original, she like, puts a gun to Leon's head to get that sample. And this one, she just like gets it and he's like, hey, like, what the fuck are you doing with that? Or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's just different. Uh, Ada Wong was kind of weird throughout the whole deal. Yeah, yeah. Ada Ada had some weird changes in this because I think in the original too, there's a scene where like it's around the time, uh, it's like the fifth or sixth time Leon loses Ashley. It's the one where they're in front of the big Amber and Salazar physically is there and like yeah. freeze frames uh, them yeah. both and then takes Ashley away. After that, Ada runs into Leon and Leon's still like parasite mode, um, and he like tries to choke her out and kill her until she stabs him in the leg with a knife to wake him up. But you don't see that. I feel no. like they made Ada a lot more like aloof. And yeah, she yeah. was like, I'm a super spy lady that's also here. 
this is a weirdly populated place with people uh, like Luis and her. And also how fucking convenient that Luis's fucking lab is right down the hall. <laughs> <from here>. <laughs> <laughs> There's a church in a cave and right next to the church is a lab. <laughs> of course. So I remember he gave, you get his key from him like when he yeah. dies and I'm like, where the fuck am I going to use I this? I figured we were going to like go to a city or like a research uh, center. Uh, no, we're just no, going to keep fucking just- going. Off of a cave, yeah, it's, it's like, it, like state of the art shit too. Yeah. It's so high tech. <laughs> it's like yeah, it, it, right next to the fucking cave. You know, you you walk ten steps, and then there's like a laboratory. Fucking here are your emergency fire exits diagram. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, beautiful. Yeah. And I think it's so beautiful pretty cheesy this, too. Like mm-hmm. I, it's the writing is great though. That's why it's great because it it absolutely is aware of what it's doing like it yeah. knows how fucking dumb think of all the dumb shit you do there's a a lake monster you have a boat at some point you fucking play donkey kong on some mine carts at one point You're fucking mine carts man the, <laughs> the game the game ends in like the best way ever with you on the jet ski it's so fucking dumb <laughs> and like in the game in the game so is so many, many like, things like so many dumb b-movie callbacks that are yeah. like funnier than they are clever like like Lu- yes. like right on the minecart segment Luis is like hope you like thrill rides right and then at the right. end right when leon's like jet skiing out she's like hey ashley hope you like thrill rides and it's like okay it's <laughs> so, so fucking stupid uh, yeah him and yeah. with ashley is like i don't know mm-hmm. yeah i think between like the tone that the game was setting between spooky tense horror and 80s action flick like having those moments of like going through the mines and now mm-hmm. we're playing donkey kong country and yeah. we're you know having to shoot people and then going back to being spooky scare and then like yeah. the jokes and this and that and going from like the horrible tense village and the surrounding structures to the eerie church and then it's like, okay, now you're in a military compound and all of your zombies are now fucking hoorah, hoorah-esque fucking zombies. Yeah, I remember the first time you see that military compound, I straight up got like Metal Gear Ground Zeroes yeah. vibes. You know, like if you look at it with the binoculars and then the, the screen cuts to Leon and he brings it down, it's like kept you waiting, huh? Like just fucking, I don't know. It was so weird. But like also that's just what the original was. I think from a story perspective, it's like Sadler was building up the army on the island and then went to Spain, to rural Spain, to like colonize the castle and the village with his plagas, his parasites, so he could become a god. Yeah. I guess uh, geographically, how far away is the island? And the, don't think and, about it that hard. Yeah, you know, about three or four. <laughs> you know, it's like 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 it's there was so much that was super interesting. Like I'm definitely someone that like, I need a story to latch into. Um, and there just wasn't a story here. <laughs> there was like little like flex of, of a story dotted here and there, but I just feel like they could have done so much more to build up who people were like maybe having 
like one remaining person in the village who you chat to when he talks about how everything was okay at first and then it got worse and maybe you watch him like at the start of the game when you meet this person they're like okay but they're trying to stay safe but then when you meet them again at chapter four they're like turning and they can do like a an itchy scratchy kind of moment and like have like witnessed that like oh shit this thing that's happened to me this person has had it for way longer they're fucked i'm gonna be fucked um that you like you just don't know who the big players are until you've killed them well stretch i think see this this game this remake and back then they're taking a page out of the this legendary game called dark souls they're taking a page out of that book where all of that information you're looking for is written in text where you have to approach a piece of paper and press x to see it yeah my my favorite more from those my favorite story moment of the game was the miner's journal um Mm -hmm. where he's like this fucking sucks i hate this it's my girl's fifth birthday and then it like gets worse worse gets real bad and then the final entry is like boy i'm happy digging god it's so great that i can do all this for lord sadler i wouldn't rather be anywhere but here Mm -hmm. like that's the most story i got about the history of the of of the location throughout the entire 15 hours that i played yeah i don't need any of that i just need leon to go in there kick some ass and then say something stupid Mm -hmm. i I wrote down some of my favorites i'm going to show you my i'm going to share my favorite that we all i'm sure we'll all remember this moment Mm. there's a couple good ones like nighty night nights nighty night nights is classic a good one good one yep but the best one is time for the teacher to be taught (laughs) that one more than he like got me (laughs) what was the context of that one was that a browser it was a browser yeah when you're in like the the circular fighting arena towards the end he's trying to say it as like a bad Yeah, well, because as we all know, because we've all seen the 2009 movie, Krauser taught Leon all the knife skills. Yes, yes, Yes. it was. He's I got I got that. He was pretty heavy handed with the rook, rookie, and teaching him stuff. And like he's proud of him at the end. It's like you're no longer a rookie or whatever. He's I don't freaking remember what he says, but that's the what he's trying to say. Uh, He's like I I taught you well, and then like after pulling the knife back out, he was like yeah. Yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> and then Leon steals his knife. Or and... it even even ends like when it's he kills Sadler. Knife. He's like, I, I'll give you a holy body. <laughs> For a second, I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, oh, because you're stabbing him. Fuck off, Leon. Yeah. Like, Because <laughs> at first I didn't. I wasn't quite getting it. And I was like, holy body. What's that? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. you idiot. I mean, here's the thing. It's like the original had cheesy one. Even actually Resident Evil to this day has cheesy one. Like like even Ethan Winters and fucking Resident Evil 7 and 8, like has some pretty god awful. Like, I think it's just an inherent part of the DNA. This just makes me want to play 8 after Hugh wrote a feature about Ethan Winters and how he's like the stupidest motherfucker alive. Absolutely Uh, stupid. And it makes me very interested now to play that. (laughs) Yeah. He's a I'm, fucking idiot. This is exactly like <laughs> people. People need to apologize to Six. Six is not that bad compared to all of the shit that is getting championed for four. I don't know I enough about played, Six to say. Yeah, I haven't played Six. I can't confirm it. I, from my understanding, a lot of people weren't fans of the gameplay of Six. That I remember that being the big 
interesting. The gameplay is Resident Evil. Uh oh. You're, about, you're pissing know. a lot of people off right I, now. I, I feel like I would need to <laughs> play get DDoSed on Monday. <laughs> yeah, no, he, like Leon is king of just dumbass one liners, but he can back it up with like, because yeah, he can like roundhouse he's... kick the shit out of you, you know? So yeah, it's like, he'll, yeah. he'd fucking murder me. But yeah, like... he, he's earned the right to say all the dumb shit he does. Like, even like talking with Ash, he's like, oh boy, like she, at the towards the end where she got him up there and put, did the cure thing and then found the map he's like boy why did i even come here you can handle yourself it's like leon shut the fuck up like you absolutely need to be there <laughs> like, like, yeah. like you're like yeah she's like yeah i did that and it's like you mean you pushed a fucking button like what the fuck it's such a weird i don't know yeah can, can yeah. we actually dive into ashley because ashley is one of the more polarizing um things from resident evil 4 even in the original and now just because theoretically the game is kind of one big escort quest right so yeah i mean the one thing i'll say is that i'm disappointed there wasn't a leon catch line um Mm -hmm. there is a lot of leon though just like leon leon the only person that ever threw anything to me was luis Mm -hmm. i thought it was funny uh the part with the wrecking uh wrecking ball crane where you jump down and then she's like leon leon and you go over to catch her if you just fucking ignore her she jumps down yeah um and i thought that was hilarious yeah yeah but what did you guys think of her i guess a from a mechanics perspective like as the the person you have to chauffeur to the end but then also as just a character cringe Uh, i maybe start thinking of how she was like as in 2005 like this idea of like doing a mechanic like this pretty novel then i mean we've seen a bunch since then so i was thinking about in that context a lot of the time but -hmm. for the most part it was largely like as a mechanic for having her with you i didn't even like it didn't come up very often. Mm. Really, the only Hardly time you that mechanic came into play was when you needed her to like open a door or yeah. hold a a wheel, and that's that's. But like during it. combat, wasn't much for thing. Like every once in a while, maybe she gets grabbed. It's like I ah, just shoot that fucker in the leg, and yeah, you're yeah. good. <laughs> like, it it did kind of annoy me that you know her like stay back didn't actually stay back, or mm. you know she wouldn't avoid anything. She would just like physically take three steps backwards mm. um which is like you know it, it got to the point where i didn't even bother attempting to shift her position because if she was gonna get grabbed she might as well get grabbed right next to me so that i could like stab a motherfucker right yeah that's kind of how i felt too like i didn't use the far away one too much mm. it is a nice difference from the original well kind of it's a give and take because in the original there wasn't a like close or far it was either follow me or stay here and if you hit stay here, she would just stand in one place. I think a stay here would have been more useful. It can be, but then also, if I remember right in the original, then as like a zombie would spawn or a granado would spawn nearby her and then grab her. So oh. it's like kind of one of those like, oh, I got to run back to her kind of thing. So you don't want to leave her too far away. Mm-hmm. Um, but also in the original, she had her own health bar. Yeah. Yeah. I knew that. And I was, thank yeah. God. And you would have to use yellow herbs because, you know, that increases your max health. You can also do it for her and increase her max health. Mm-hmm. So then it became like that choice. Um, I'm kind of happy with the way they do it here where there's like the down state and then death. I think that's just kind of a simpler and quicker yeah. way to manage yeah. her. Yeah. Except for in the castle wall part where she just kept getting needed for me. Um, with the, the castle wall? like cannons. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> just like standing there getting hit and then it would shoot again and be like dead and i'm like well what am i supposed to do here <laughs> yeah uh yeah it took me a bit on my first playthrough to realize like oh you can actually shoot a red barrel from a specific angle to destroy each of the catapults that makes it a lot easier oh, <laughs> <laughs> i was doing that too <laughs> i didn't even notice that i just yeah. waited yeah. until i got the cannon and then blew them up Nat, you could you could destroy all of them except for one just by by shooting red barrels. Yep, makes it way easier. Yeah. Uh, what about that segment where you play as Ashley? That one was pretty infamous in the first game or in the original game because uh, there was also like this annoying slide puzzle you had to do for it too. But how did you guys feel about it here? I thought it was kind of interesting. Like it was definitely different than the rest of gameplay in terms of you were actively having to pay attention to what you were doing what was around you um and then also it with the lantern was like kind of influenced that whole flashbangs will de destroy las plagas and and kind of that utilize that weakness in an interesting way i think it was the most horary part of the game too because i mean she's got no tools other than point lantern at guy kind of a thing. I didn't even break a, a vase for God's sake. <laughs> no, I need those resources for Leon later. Yeah, not her. do that with Leon later, man. I do love that you can't break them for resources, but you can gather treasure as Ashley in that yeah. segment. And when she gets kidnapped, they just get all the treasure dropped. conveniently drops. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I thought it was an alright segment. Mm. I, I don't think it was a standout necessarily. I, was like, I kind of figured it would happen at some point. We would be Ashley at some point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was all right. What about you, Stretch? Um, I could take it or leave it. Um, you know, the, it, it, it kind of felt to me like a lot of the other, like MacGuffin-y aspects of the game that is just like, there was nothing, uh, inherently overly difficult. You just needed to like, make sure to be kiting and like baiting people around and stuff. Um, and it just it just kind of felt like it was making things take longer mm. uh, for for a little ad in my mind. Yeah. Um, but you know it was it was fine. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, the, yeah. The lantern puzzle I solved like immediately. I don't know if there was meant to be like something chasing you down while that was happening. Mm -mm. But no, I no, think they stopped okay. chasing you around then. Yeah. Yeah. Because like they all kind of freeze at that doorway when you're like climbing yeah that under. part was pretty cool when she crawls under them and they're all frozen that looked yeah. pretty red that, yeah mm -hmm. it was it was tense it like it continued to do a good thing of being really tense yeah, yeah. I I think it's kind of interesting playing it now in like a post Resident Evil seven and eight world because both seven and eight particularly eight had you know they're they're more grounded in horror than action. But there's mm -hmm. always one segment that really ramps up the horror, um, especially in eight, like the second house you go to, like everyone points to that as like, that's definitely the scariest part of the game. It was the marionette one, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, just like kind of seeing, you know, the, the trajectory of Resident Evil post four, right? Where like going back to their horror roots work really well for them. And seven and eight were probably like the biggest successes since four, right? And then seeing them have to like now remake it where where we make four where ashley is the ashley segment's arguably the most horror-y part of the game you know the one that feels the most tense the most like you can't fight back 
it's just interesting seeing them kind of go into that, you know, with like any lessons they might have learned from seven and eight. Um, I'm not sure if it hits the same highs or the horror highs as like eight does, you know, it's not as scary as that, but it has some tension to it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think the night uh, enemies are cool. Just the weird fucking whatever uh, inhabiting a suit of armor. Mm-hmm. Just swinging its sword at you. Yeah. Yeah. Now, how did they right, get in there? Huh? That's the question. How did the little, how did, how did the, like, because in the like castle, a, those would have just been empty suits of armor. It's like a fungus. I don't know. Yeah, you know, it's last of us. Don't, shh, don't think about it. Shh, don't don't yeah. think about it. Shh, you're not was, supposed to think it about was, it. Oh, right. The writing. Sorry. The, yeah. the way that you would, like, walk into an area, kill the enemies, do a thing, and then turn around and, like, there would be a whole new like wave of enemies. It's like there's no motherfucking way that any of you guys got in here. <laughs> a lot of a lot of that was also yeah. very video gamey. Yeah. Like, oh, again, not a bad thing because it's a no. video game. It is a, a very, very, very leans heavily into the video gamey ass video game yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, which so, is great for sure. So right earlier you called Ashley cringy or cringe. Yeah. So what about her as a character? I mean, because like you know, she, Leon's pretty cringe. Leon is very cringe. Yeah, I think everyone and in this everyone game got cringe. A bit of <laughs> yeah. a like, hey, Louis is up. cool, man. He did, but, but, uh. Yeah. Like I mean, there, there <laughs> he is a leather jacket. There is one interaction in the original. <laughs> yeah, between Luis and Ashley, when Luis first meets Ashley in, in the remake, you know, he's like, Oh, you found your missing senorita, right? Yeah. In the original, he says this line is so like I can see why they got rid of it now, but it said, Oh, I see the president equipped his daughter with ballistics. <laughs> <laughs> he's, wearing, he's wearing a tight sweater. And that's it's like okay, this is so that's, yeah. that's oh. how old is Ashley meant to be? I think like 18, 19. Because like if you pick up her phone in the cat in the church when you first grab her, she has like a, a sorority sticker on her phone. Okay, yeah, she's meant to be. Yeah, 20. that's right. Yeah, twenty. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, that's that's the level of writing they've kind of because like in, in the original too, at the end on the jet ski, you know, in this remake, she offers him like I can get you a job with my you know president. Be on my detail, yeah. My detail, yeah. In the original, she says, "How about we go back to my place and do some overtime." <laughs> <laughs> And Leon's like, no, I'm good. So like, no, I'm twice your age. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but so as a character, you found her pretty cringe, right? Yeah, just very empty, I think, more than anything. Like, there just wasn't a lot there. It was that kind of, it was just that typical, like, I'm following you to get out of here. And that was kind of the ex- extent of it. Like, there was obviously a little bit of, like, goofy dialogue along the way between them but like i don't know it felt like there was really nothing there but they wanted there to be something there and then that was it like yeah weirdly we don't get she doesn't get to she doesn't say much doesn't do much other than be captured and be saved yeah i can't say anything about a character like she just exists i guess she's a Mm -hmm. part of it i don't i couldn't i don't have an opinion on a character that doesn't really have any anything to it right yeah i think that was the cringe aspect for me it was it was just a very shallow character mm. that just i was bored every time she started yeah. talking so maybe this is where i play the original comes in she is believe it or not more fleshed out 
than she was in the original. I'm not saying she is great. (laughs) This is a remake. Got it. (laughs) She's definitely more fleshed out than she was in 2005, I think. Um, Because there's there's more agency in her, right? Or at least this attempt at agency where she kind of feels like she's doing more of her own stuff i think it just kind of falls flat in the gameplay because you know like in the latter half especially in the island when she starts getting all like i'm getting good at this or like man this is my specialty and i'm like bro you just you opened a door like you just you took a lock (laughs) and you slid it to the right and opened the door you know and it's like i can't i get they're trying to make her come off as like someone who has more you know uh like who's more assertive yeah like someone Mm. who's trying to do something to help you but it they're, just doesn't they're trying to quite pull hit. character development out of thin air. Yeah, and, kinda. Um, and I think you know we've, we've probably also been quite spoiled recently. You know, there there were so many places in there that could, there could have been additional dialogue to not only flesh out Ashley but also to flesh out Leon. Um, mm-hmm. I think you know. I don't need to know anything more about Leon than I know. Me neither. No, I don't care about anything else. <laughs> I know all. Well, I need sorry. To know. If if we want it to be a better game, <laughs> then... no, no, it's perfect. He Leon's makes pretty game perfect. perfect. Yeah, Leon's, okay, then, Leon's then a ten. We don't need to flesh out Leon. He can be silent, no. whatever. But having one you know played games recently like God of War and and Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy, you know the fact that we had no clue what age Ashley was, and you said that like there was somewhere that there might have been like a sorority patch. It's like yeah, yeah if you know. If when you first met her, she was freaking out. If Leon just tells her, like, focus on something, you know, tell me about your life. Like, there could be so many moments for that that yeah. back and forth to flesh out what's going on or even to hear more from her. Like, how many times did she get stolen? And how many times did we hear nothing about what someone said while she was stolen, mm-hmm. what someone did, where she was taken um you know that could have been used to flesh out ramon and like anyone else literally yeah, please yeah. flesh out any of these characters yeah. you're, they you're are on to play a different game buddy yeah that's a different I, game because I, I, I think it's it's two things here i think one it's based on an like a game like probably one of the first companion based games right that's what like, i was thinking of in the context yeah. of that like yeah if you're like it's 2005 i can't think of i think a big time people took notice was bioshock infinite probably the first mm-hmm. time like someone really talked about it that's what i was thinking in the same vein like it's there's not it's very much an early idea of it it's novel right. for the time right and then there, i think there's this other layer of this is resident evil this is not um god of war yeah <laughs> you yeah. know like, well, I mean, the, the god of war now did not used to be the god of war of that no, of 2003 agreed yeah the, like <laughs> it could be changed you can you but can make a remake i don't think it, it would better. be better with more right i don't need to know more about these characters i don't I, like i'm i'm with you i'm i'm largely someone that plays a game for story and i need a story thing to go on but like give me some dumb fucking enemy that has that makes no sense and for leon to be like ah, fuck you guy and mm-hmm. then make some bad pun based on whatever bullshit they were saying and move on that's all i need <laughs> yeah I, I think the priority of this game is to be a, a b movie action flick because like i'm thinking mm-hmm. of uh there are, you know like there are times where louise is your writing <laughs> that's not true b movie uh, louise is your companion for a while there right and like that could be a good moment for expanding story yeah. and i, I 
do do that in the cutscenes where he reveals more like oh, we get so i think that's probably the most story we get is with luis for sure right but in the gameplay moments when he's your companion all of the back and forth because they do have a lot of back and forth is cheesy one-liner action hero shit you know like that that's the primary goal of it you know like the cart minecart section is you like thrill rides when you're in that house and you're being attacked from all sides it's just you know like hey i'm serving them up for you or like hey it's your turn or you know what to do right it's like very action movie stuff right yeah Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. that's a-okay with me for this kind of thing Mm mm-hmm just just fine with it yeah because in the original i remember there was uh so you know there's the whenever hunnigan calls you or um Mm -hmm. condor roost whatever roost roost calling condor one right like and the the little codec thing pops up so in 2005 what they had was it was like a full-on codec screen like metal gear solid ass codec screen right and uh then salazar would hack into it so there are times where you're talking to salazar in there and then sadler hacks into it so like those were also venues where you could actually speak to the character the bad guys more so ironically maybe in a way like stretch you might find more fleshed outness in the gameplay in the original (laughs) for the bad guys mainly than uh, here (laughs) they realized they didn't need it in this remake they'll need it Like I, especially what the first time that you even get to Ashley is in chapter four, the first daughter. So that's like you got to get through a quarter of the game to get to start to get even the slightest hint of a story. Um, I'm there to save the president's daughter, man. I'm I'm a one man army. Yes. What more so do you much, need to know? So much range to bounce. Beyond S rank Kennedy. Yeah, I mean, I think I've been waiting to save this reveal for the end uh, of this, and I feel like we're kind of getting toward that here. Um, So, you know, we've established that a lot of the storytelling in this game is more environmental, like it's more relegated to picking up the things, reading the signs, whatever. So in the island, you find out that Sadler is like a longtime family name that has been around for centuries, right? Like you see the the tombstones of like Sadler's fathers, assuming, because... Mm -hmm whatever right um and then you find the one of the first one who found the plagas like found the parasite in like the 1500s and his name is adam sadler which i find deeply hilarious and i can't tell if it's a joke or not because i feel (laughs) like it's a pun on adam and eve because there's a lot of religious context to it but also i'm pretty sure they know it sounds like adam sandler yeah (laughs) Yeah. Oh, so that's so that's why there's the thing that you you look at that says I I Adam. Okay, that makes yep. that makes a, a little bit more sense now. Does it? No. <laughs> but that that's the level of of deep right. Like, even the deep writing is like it. that's where we're at for it. So um, that's fantastic. Wasn't wasn't there the the other family? There was the family that was meant to be also trying to stop the Las Plagas getting out. There was the Salazar family. They were trying to stop the Las Plagas from getting out until the Sadler family infected uh, one of them with the Plagas, and then suddenly they were okay with with it. Okay, so R- Ramon is a Salazar. Ramon yes. is a Salazar. He, okay. He's the the small dude who dressed yeah, up as Napoleon. He was yeah. a Napoleon wannabe in the original, which is yeah. funny. Um, and now yeah. it's Margaret Thatcher. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, because like yeah. even. Like the 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 credit sequence with like the photos that 
seems like they need to be set to like an 80s tv show theme <laughs> mm -hmm. um like that was all really cool story that was all really cool lore building where the fuck was it in the game <laughs> in the text in in the sacred texts it was there if you looked around man mm -hmm. but did you want to there. look around that's that's the real question mm -hmm. you know I, I did a lot of looking around. I was really hoping <laughs> at the end, too, like after, or like, I guess kind of where the segment was where they were panning through all the photos and stuff that we'd get, like, because like a very action movie thing where we get some stills with some words of like, well, Leon returned home to blah, blah, blah. And then <laughs> I was really, really hoping. I was like, come on, give me this. Give me this nonsense. <laughs> and it didn't do it. I was so bummed. Yeah. So the one of the things that happens at the end too, which I think didn't they didn't show it in the original, but how like you know Ada leaves with the the parasite mm -hmm. and she's on the helicopter mm -hmm. and she's talking to someone and they reveal that it's Wesker, and I don't yeah, remember uh, if that was in the original or not. I um, I did look up the ending to get like an ending explained I, kind I of thing because no I was Wesker like, is. there are so many like loose plot threads. What the fuck is going on? So that cutscene was originally. <laughs> Uh, meant uh, that cutscene was originally in Operation Ada, um, uh -huh. in in the original release, um, and then you know we also know that the separate ways DLC is apparently going to be happening due to like people looking at the game code, right? And and Leon just straight up says, "I guess this is where we go our separate ways." Uh, and he turns to the camera and <laughs> winks as an explosion yeah. and a flying eagle soars by. Yeah, so good. Well, we got we have to get the jet ski scene. We do, yeah. Because why why would you take a free ride on a helicopter to get off this fucking hellhole? Nah, <laughs> fucking escape sequence, Michael. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I love that the it's it, like it, Halo it's Two the at the end there too. Yeah, like, it's, it's triggered oh. by just killing the big bad. All of a sudden, self destruct sequence starts. Like, okay, yeah, the sure, best. I guess. I love it. So fucking yeah. weird. <laughs> Um, so um, you don't know who Wesker is. Wesker is a long time, uh, I would probably say Resident Evil fan favorite. I can't I've, explain I've to you why. I say he, but... he's the major antagonist um, until the, until five of the franchise. Yeah. Well, in five, five? He, he he dies. Well, he he falls in a volcano. So we don't know if he's dead because this is Resident Evil. True. But he could come back as a lava monster guy. Yeah, he could, but he hasn't been in seven and eight, as far as I know. Um, saving it. He died in the movies and came back, so it's true. Yeah, because Wesker was the big bad in five. He's the final villain. Like he's the uh, the saddler of that one, which I don't know if they're gonna remake five, considering all the race stuff in it. Um, I don't know anything about it. Oh, yeah. So it's set in some Western African country. I forget if they named it or not. Um, but the instead of it being a parasite, it's like a flower that infects people. But when it infects them, it makes them like, quote unquote, savages. So so it's, it, oh my God. it's Chris Redfield, a white American dude, and just Shiva. Mowing down African just mowing, dudes. Just mowing down, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. And it's more action-y than four, so yeah. it's even more like just the kill them all, you know. It, mm. The big dumb himbo main character of five, as there's a boulder rolling towards him, he, he punches, punches it, it, and it breaks. Okay. 
That seems like, pretty rad. There's a QTE <laughs> where you mash, like, I think it was a whatever button, and you're, like, gaddling, punching the boulder and shredding Dude, it with your fist. Think of so how much cooler not... Indiana Jones would have been if he just fucking turned around and whacked that thing. Him. Yeah. When Harrison Ford was younger, he could probably do it. You know, I hear that. That'll, that'll be in the, the new movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're saving it for the... the yeah, that's end, for, the, end for his final chapter. Yeah. But yeah, Wesker's been a bad guy since the very first Resident Evil game. Um, yeah. He kind of was was the guy who triggered the events in Raccoon City. Um, right. So it was cool to see him at the end, and I think that he's also going to come as a playable character to mercenaries down the road. Um, him and Ada, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. this has made me... I don't know if I will jump that as much into them, but it's made me interested in Resident Evil. Go play games. six if you want. If you want the nah, the dumb gameplay, go play six. No, <laughs> go play six. it. No, it's apparently you love four, so go play six. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I can't tell if this is a bad take. No. I feel like I need to experience six for myself to know just how bad of a take this is. Yeah, that's partly why I want to now also to be just so I could come and be like, stretch you dumb motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we can continue our disagreements on everything. Yeah. <laughs> Deepen it. Because, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I think you can, I mean, clearly, I know you're really invested in the story, so I'm not going to tell you which ones to play for that. But I mean, from a gameplay perspective, like seven and eight are pretty great. The second remake is also very good. That's what I was thinking. The second remake or eight. Mm -hmm. At some point. Yeah. But um, I'm glad at least one of of you really enjoyed Resident Evil 4. Um, I think I will say... I think that I I got out of it a lot of the same things that Otten got out of it. I just it it seemed to have really landed for Otten, and it seemed to have really not landed for me. <laughs> you still like video games, man? That's not yeah. true at all. <laughs> you just you're you're one of them, uh, you know. Entitled game journalist, fake gamer. <laughs> I might, yeah, you don't you don't really like games. You like movies, mm. but you play games. So you One like Hideo Kojima games. You're a really big fan of yeah, those. Yeah, you're a Kojima guy. You I've, only I've like played, The Last of Us. I've and... played Metal Gear Solid 2, 3. Uh, I got a third of the way through 5. Um, and I cannot stand his writing. <laughs> the way that he makes them two stories. To be fair, there's very little of his writing in the fifth one. Because they just, Konami kind of gutted that one anyway. That's true, yeah. Yeah, yeah. sorry. When I say that I played through the first third of five, I also mean the first third of what's available, not including <laughs> the extra third that they cut at the end. Right, <laughs> right. But that's Resident Evil 4. I think we gave it a 9.5 in our TechRaptor.net review that you can read. Oh, uh, so. was a nine. Nine, yeah, it was, it was a higher. It was higher than what you yeah. would give it, Stretch, for sure. But yeah, it is a 9.5. Yeah, Sam's wrong. Oh, okay. <laughs> it is. It is my default stance to assume Sam is wrong, but in this case, he's correct. Mm. I mean, yeah, Resident Evil Four was kind of like a gateway, I think, for a lot of people back then too. Like, it probably was one of their first experiences with a horror video game, even though it's not quite mm. horror horror, you know? Yeah, but, yeah. And so it's, seeing it's it here, dipping yeah, toes nice. in the pond. Yeah, and I think as far as like a remake of a of a 
iconic video game goes. Good job. I think, yeah, it's a pretty good job. I mean, Capcom yeah. has a track record, right, of like remaking two, yeah. kind mm-hmm. of three, and then, you know, here four, like, yeah, you they've know. been crushing it with these remakes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll see if they tackle five. I. I'd be curious to see if, just, if they do how they do. Don't acknowledge you know? it exists. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw like Code Veronica or one of the other very well liked spin off titles get a remake before they, you know, go to go to touch on five. Because five mm-hmm. was also like the PS3, Xbox 360 generation. So like it's not that far back. Yeah. From a gameplay perspective, it's not not like decrepit or old or anything mm-hmm. um but i i wouldn't be surprised too if we see a resident evil 9 before mm-hmm. we see a resident evil 5 remake or anything yeah that's resident evil 4 originally had tank controls not even mm-hmm. tank controls it had it had like when you aimed you could not you move. move yeah um, it was it was originally a GameCube exclusive, so they were like, "Well, we can't use the C stick to aim, so like, yeah. you hold down the left trigger, and then your left stick becomes your aiming button or your aiming stick." Yeah, boy, that sounds like yeah. hot garbage. Yeah, <laughs> well, but I think that's one of the it's it was tooled in a way where like the zombies moved slower than they do in this remake because you know it kind of had to factor in that you also move overall slower, you know. Uh, like this game would like the remake the way they tooled it now it would definitely suck if you couldn't move while aiming but you know they factored everything around that so yeah but this kind of feels like the definitive way to play four. but i also i also wouldn't say it's like so definitive that the original four you can like throw it out the window um and i haven't played the vr the oculus mm. quest vr one which i know a lot of people say like that's really really good i haven't mm. been able to confirm for myself yeah. maybe i'll yeah. try that next i do have an oculus mm-hmm. oh yes yeah, so you can experience the original and all of its cheesy glory no, sorry it's I actually a, uh, it's a it's a fuck what what oculus do you have i'm fudging quest you got the oculus but it's actually an index two exclusive. That's, it. The That's the joke. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no, I have an index and an Oculus. Yeah, but so. yeah, this is going for the index two only. So long since I've made fun of your index that I yeah. forgot what it was called. <laughs> like, didn't didn't they confirm they're making PSVR two stuff for Resident Evil four? I, I think there's something right? for Village yeah. for. There, there is something for Village. Village, I think, or, is out already. Yeah, that's PS for VR2. VR2. Yeah. Uh, I, I the think I remember Resident seeing. Evil 4 remake will be coming to PSVR2. Mm. That's not a shocker. I, I, I wonder if that. I wonder if that's going to be like the Oculus one or not. It's it's coming yeah. as free DLC. No, it's this is for the the remake. Yeah, I mean, like if they're gonna if it's inspired by the Oculus one or not, you know what I mean, or like if it's going to be oh, another like, game mode or something. Uh, Damn, I I bought I played this on my computer, not my PS5. Oof. Well, Bummer. I played a little bit of Village in VR too. I wasn't that big of a fan personally, but yeah, yeah. But it's Resident Evil Four. So it's a good game. If you're listening at this point and haven't picked it up, you know, if you're interested. It's it's out. It's there. Oh, it is worth your time. 
yeah, you've got half of the pod really liking it and the other half of the pod yeah. being okay with it. So, you know, overall, that's not a bad, you know, it's, it's like at least average. like 75%. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so how fucking low are you guys? 75%. <laughs> I'm just like averaging. Well, I guess averaging, yeah. Yeah, averaging would put it at about eight or 8.5 for the for us here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rut's not too good with numbers, unfortunately. <laughs> That's what spreadsheets are for. They do not for me. <laughs> we used to put all of our vague numeric scores in a spreadsheet and they'll figure it out for us. Yeah, and then ChatGBT does it for me. So Exactly. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Tech Rapid Podcast. And if you did, please leave us a, uh, you know, leave us a thumbs up on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button if you haven't on your podcast app of choice or on YouTube. And let us know in the comments down below, did you play through Resident Evil 4, either the original or the remake? What did you think? Were there any little changes that you really liked or hated? Between the if original, you, uh, and the if you were to kill Rutledge, what pun would you say? What bad pun would you say afterwards? <laughs> yeah, or just what was your favorite Leon Himboism? What was it? Nighty night nights. That's uh, time for the good. teacher to be tough. <laughs> That's <laughs> easily the best one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah let us know in the comments down below and if you want more news features reviews etc we're always posting those on techraptor.net but if you want more of this show we will be back next monday and we will see you then